0: Okay, so I had to do something about this because I guess to me it's been, okay, so this one topic I'm going to talk about today has been something that has been so instrumental in my process of adulting and living that it never occurred to me that possibly other people might not already be on this topic or wavelength of thinking and growing in this way. <clears throat> and to me it's been just this automatic like well isn't this how it is though, you know? Um so it's been really fascinating for me to to step back a second and think for a second what was it like for me the first time I even caught on about this topic and and started making room and space in my life for for holding space for this topic in my life in a way of almost like sacredness and preparation and and such a beautiful, I cannot miss a beat here, you know, like a beautiful, like I can't afford to not be totally immersed in this kind of a life, right? And so what am I basically talking about? So what I'm talking about is basically opening up my perspective and my heart and my mind and my whole soul to the understanding between masculine energy and feminine energy and and how I can benefit from the understanding of the two and balancing the two within myself kind of thing. So growing up, I could say that I had a lot of naturally masculine types of energies. Right. There was a lot of the pushing and, and working towards leadership and goals and, and just competition and all of that kind of stuff. Like I was super invigorated by a lot of those things. On the other side, I had a lot of yin as well. Like I was super cry baby, super emotional, um, you know, super, uh, I could say just very, very, you know, hurt feelings was a common thing, right? Like there's just a lot of feelings that I had that, that I could just never really totally know what to do with. So in some ways growing up, feminine energy just tended to feel very weak in some ways. You know, why, why go the feminine route when I could just focus on doing the masculine stuff and just be done with that? Thankfully, along the, the lines of growing up, thankfully. So I, you know, I've, found a husband that I didn't even realize I was finding. Right. And I found that we were going to have our first baby, you know, at the age of 1920. Right. And, you know, like that was such a moving life experience for me, you know, to transition from this thought process of, oh, everything's masculine to suddenly realizing I was going to have a baby. So then for like, four months straight, I'm studying these two massive books, not massive, but they were massive to me because they were like manuals. They're like women's manuals on how to kind of like be nurturing and, and caring. And, you know, basically like in my perspective, a how to be a woman kind of books, right? Because I had noticed in myself, I was like, I'm a woman that can have a baby. Like, I better figure out what this means, right? And so I just kind of started with some of that stuff. And then eventually, thankfully, I fell into a yoga teacher training, which was super instrumental. I had no idea at the time how instrumental it would be because I knew from past experience when I would talk to different people at that, you know, different women had better experiences, better births and and carrying and pregnancies when they were actively doing yoga and those kinds of things. And, you know, and there was this one person specifically that was a friend of a friend that said she had a birth experience without taking her yoga training, and then she took her yoga training, and that next birth right after that was the best birth she'd ever had. And so I was like, oh, I'll take anything that could possibly say best birth ever kind of thing, right? Tagline? So I was like, yeah, I'll take anything, right? So for three months solid, I worked on the yoga training, even though I was in the sickest sickest time of my pregnancy. And then, you know, and then, but also within that first six months of being pregnant, it was such an interesting, moving experience for me. It was the first time in my life that I really had to let go of control in a very involuntary kind of way where I had to submit I had to learn to not just push through every single thing but I had to start listening because I noticed when I didn't listen I would feel even more pain right like and it was like it was like my body was teaching me how to be a woman in some ways you know it was like it was teaching me how to pay attention and start listening yes there's listening to holy ghost kind of stuff like words of god and and promptings And then there's listening to intuition. I think there's another aspect of listening to ourselves that that includes like listening to what the body is saying, right? Like, how do we respect this body? Like, this is the body that houses our spirit, you know, and the spirit of God, right? Like, this is a pretty big deal to start to understand and learn how to listen to our body. So anyways, that was my first learning curve. Like, first major learning curve in those first six months of how to do that. Last three months was was kind of like this easy-peasy zone of like, well, I feel like I know I'm pregnant, but I don't feel pregnant because I'm just, everything's just all established and I'm just kind of waiting until I have a baby, right? So that was, like, magical, right? And then I specifically remember, you know, the day that contractions started and I was like, oh, I think this is contractions. I was just sitting in the dark, early morning, 3am and just had this beautiful moment with myself to be like, I'm going to be walking through a rite of passage today. Like I'm going to like become a mother. I'm going to have a baby in my arms today that I get to keep forever. Right? Like I was just going over the moon. Like being a woman's the best thing ever. We get to have our gifts not only like as trophies, right? Not not even as trophies, right? But like but like they are living breathing, you know, pieces of our heart that go on living a life that is our living legacy, right? Like like what in the world? Like this is so incredible. So anyways, that's kind of what what happened there. And I didn't even go into all the other stuff of me, you know, going from knowing I was pregnant to then shifting to, yeah, let's go see a doctor, gynecologist person, but it didn't work out. The male-ness, the masculinity-ness of those appointments just did not work with me. And I was, for the first time in my life, I was like, no, I don't want to hear about any of this stuff from a man, right? Like I need a midwife. Like I actually do. I need a midwife that will take the time with me to answer all of my questions. Like, from a woman-to-woman woman place, right? And, and so that was, like, the first time in my life that I really hungered for that woman, woman, woman teacher kind of feel, right? And me being a woman student kind of thing and, and just really stepping into the zone of women need each other. Women need each other to pass on essential information that, that is so helpful to understand what it means to be a woman, kind of thing, right? So that's been really cool to just kind of reflect and remember yeah, like I've been doing this for like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So it's been like 14 years of me just kind of being on this conscious journey of like masculine, feminine energy balancing and like, and just like starting to value the feminine energy and value womanhood in a way that I never before ever considered I would ever take extra energy and time for, right? And then I have the birth. I have the baby. And, and then a whole other can of, you know, learning how to nurse and learning how to be this nurturing, caring person and not just try to, like, raise this baby in a masculine kind of way of, like, oh, we need to do things in this, this, this way. But, like, but learning how to work alongside and, and be perceptive and and being thoughtful and mindful and and just being so much heart-to-heart kind of parenting, right? Anyways, that was just the beginning, right? That was just the beginning. I have so much more to say about this topic because it's been so instrumental in the way I move forward, you know. Every one of my pregnancies and births, of course, highlights a major part of my evolution in my process, in my history of my my understanding of womanhood and my what I needed at different times. You know, like the second birth, I'm so excited to talk about that one because that was quite an experience of having two miscarriages and then this this next baby was going to be a miscarriage, but it didn't turn out that way. There was a lot of beautiful women, feminine energy that, that was able to gush into this experience that really healed that, that baby, I believe, and allowed for me to actually birth the baby, even though he was breached, right? And birth unassisted because he came so fast, right? And, and he was popped out of there in like a 10 minute birth, right? Like it was just like unbelievable. So I'm excited to like move forward and talk more about that.